come stop and take a trip down on my block what you see hidden potential young minds sharper than ginsu and ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you no we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is stitch cast studio produced by st louis story stitchers in st louis missouri this week on stitch cast studio our stitch cast sits down and has a conversation about arts and social media They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. Hello, everybody. Under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitch Cast Studio. I am your host, Brandon Lewis, and we are your Stitch Cast. What's up? Hey. Yo, yo, yo. Now that being said, today we're gonna get into we're gonna get into the topic of uh, social media, not just uh, social media as a whole. Of course, we're gonna talk about that. But uh, we want to get into uh, the influencers of social media, censorship, uh, cancel culture, relationships, how social media affects our everyday life. We want to we want to get into all of it. So that being said, uh, how, how y'all feel about just hopping right into it? All right, let's do it. How has uh, the way that social media has evolved changed the way that y'all go about everyday life? I mean, I want to give this to y'all first because I, uh, you guys pursue your your art bigger than mine, so you guys probably have bigger platforms. I feel like the social media applies more to people with bigger following, bigger platforms. So why don't you guys take this one, this lead? Yo, that's a that's an interesting point. Uh, and that actually kind of goes into one of the questions that I'm going to ask a little later. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, social media does kind of favor the people that already have uh, bigger followings. Yeah. So in my in my personal opinion, I'm not a uh, analytics professor or nothing like that. From what I understand of like Instagram's algorithm, I think that it actually favors the people that drive more engagement to the app, right? So Instagram has kind of become more of a business than it is like a hobby or anything like that. Now, like you got you got to like study and, and kind of know what you're doing in order to gain a following on Instagram now, yeah. uh, as opposed to just you know just kind of posting what you want and people just liking it so much that they continue to watch your stuff. That's not really how it goes no more. Uh, that being said, Instagram kind of turned into a business. And how does a business that allows everybody to use it for free, how do they make money? By keeping people on the app for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are now kind of dealing with an algorithm that favors the people that, that drive more engagement to the app. You know what I'm saying? The people yeah. that's talking to their fans more often, the people that's posting the most often, yeah. uh, putting the stories up that, not not just regular stories, but the stories that, that require people to interact. So like the polls and the questions and all of that, that seems to be what it is now. So uh, to answer the question and kind of give y'all a little more clarification of what I'm asking, I'm pursuing a career in music, right? Yep, yep. And the type of way that I would prefer to pursue that career is uh, with the likes of the Kendrick Lamars and the J. Coles that, that mainly when they out in the public, it's about music. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's about music or whatever else it is that they pursuing at the time. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be Kendrick doing dealings with the movie or J. Cole having shoes or trying to get into the NBA or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's always about business. I wanted to reach a level of popularity without 
having all of my personal life in the mix. You know what I'm saying? I wanted it to be just about the music, just about yeah. the art. You know what I'm saying? Because that leads into something I think we should talk about a little later is like parasocial relationships. Most of. Yeah, that, absolutely. That, you know, at least for me personally, as someone who wants to make an art, I want, you know, I'm a theater kid. I pursue theater. I want my, what I do on stage to speak for who I am. Exactly. Unless yeah. so, like, you don't need to know where I was born and where I was raised and the right, stuff I right, went through right. as, as a child. Like, what 100%. you should know and why you're invested is what I'm doing as a service to you. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Been, so, so most of the stuff that's on my Instagram is, is about my art. It's about yeah. my music or whatever it is that I'm promoting at the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't really care to put every time I'm I'm out at a wherever, you know what I'm saying? Where, whatever I'm hanging that. out at. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like... I don't have any interest in showing people where I just ate last night or what, what, what drink I was drinking or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? But the problem with how the algorithm is now, it's almost like you kind of have to do that in order to gain that following. A lot of, a lot of stuff is done through Instagram now. Yeah. Even record labels don't necessarily, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't sign people based off of talent no more. It's, 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 it's about the following. Can you bring bodies? Can you make money? Yeah. Well, yeah, because people aren't buying the music per se anymore. Like people love the music, but they're uh-huh. really buying the brand. Exactly. Yeah. Most yeah. def, a hundred, a hundred percent. Are you, you know brandable? She brought up something that's very uh, interesting that I found out the other day is that most artists. They make all their money from merch. Their music isn't what sells these days. That's why artists go on tour so much. Uh-huh. Is yeah. because it's the merch that's selling. Yeah, yeah That absolutely. is well, both weird and interesting to find out that the art isn't what sells these days anymore. And well, that's a bit weird. That's too, because you got to think about it. It's not only Instagram that has become a social media. Like you got the streaming platforms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You 100%. Know, so it's like, I don't know what the ratio is, but maybe it's like for every million likes or every million views you get on Instagram or Facebook, you get maybe like $100, right? Yeah, so think about that with your music. If it's on Spotify, where every million streams you get, you only getting a thousand dollars, it's like, well, then you gotta do something. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, you gotta yeah. draw from somewhere. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that, that that's that's how uh, rappers, particularly, like I don't I don't know about actors and stuff. I don't know what what their royalties look like, but I know with yeah. with, with musical artists, particularly, no, you're, you're not gonna eat off streams unless you unless you a Drake. Or something that that's putting up a few billion streams a year, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then you might be okay. But 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 yes, uh, the majority of artists make most of their money off of stuff like touring. Uh, uh, my most recent thing is at like four thousand streams or something like hey. that. I got I got five dollars from it. Jeez. That's what $5. that's something I found out the other day. I despise advertisement because that's how like YouTube content creators like TikTokers, that's how mm-hmm. any type of social or digital media, that is how they make money. It's all about advertisement. Oh, yeah. So you need to appeal to advert and that's why I, I kinda wanted to move away because I, I post on YouTube but I want to move away from the YouTube space is because it's less about appealing to your followers and people who enjoy your content and appealing to advertisers so you can get money off of what you do Yeah. so to profit you have to appeal to people that your art, your art is not for because it's a social space not a business space Right. and I think that that's why we need to step back and reanalyze just how connected and how much of social media is becoming a for profit uh, but- website I was going to say, we also have to think about it, too. It has created jobs. That's facts. Like, literally, I was 
I think it was yesterday I was watching um, an interview with a guy. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's really good for making predictions about the internet, like where the internet is going next. Like his last five predictions have been like spot on. He was saying something that really caught my attention. Like, and this was about a year ago, the interview, but he was saying like right now, a lot of the kids growing up right now, at least 20% of them, and that's a lot, at least 20% of them want to be a content creator. Facts. Like at Everyone least. Everyone want to be a TikToker. Yep. A, a TikToker, YouTuber. a YouTuber, some type of influencer. Twitch streamer. And mm. I also think, too, that once you learn it, like once you learn the system, it's actually not that hard to like profit from it. Facts. Like literally, isn't it kind of blew my mind once I started listening into classes and they talk about like different grants that you could get for being a person of color or being a business owner and a content creator so you can get two separate grants like you know what i'm saying like hearing that type of stuff really kind of broadened my perspective of social media and the actual business side of yeah. it you know what i'm saying but i do agree it feels like it's kind of almost like you have to share some aspect of your personal life yeah yeah in order to appeal to your audience hey what's up everybody it's that time again time for another stitch cast studio arts interlude that's right it's time to pick the city up this week we have a story stitches original song entitled prairie therapy I admit I ain't never been to a prayer If I tell my guys where I'm going They probably tell me they worry Cause where we from ain't unpeaceful About the pieces they carry And even when situations got scary I never scary. I've dealt with the repercussions Of living near folks that do not know nothing But being tough If they call you bluff Don't be bluffing I ain't judging no My people far from perfect But I love them No, they only know how struggle go I'm trying to show them other roads Cause back at home I feel the tension in the undertones But here it's nothing close I see buffalo I'm like what are those? This vacation that I take from war on crime Place of crime is never vacant I work overtime to sober minds So alive is how the earth is skies Clearer grass, greener world perfect Make it hurt to see how worse it gets When I return to pollution, shooting and traps And I know I gotta go back But before I gotta do that If they wonder where I'm at, I'm just Relaxing and enjoying yeah. life With the sun out and shining bright With the plants and the trees, the bugs and the bees And I'm if it's a rainy night Relaxing and enjoying life With the sun out and shining bright With the plants and the trees, the birds and the bees And I'm A prairie, no worries, all the burdens you bury with one breath or release into the essence of time. Bringing new life to your measureless mind. What once was so heavily despised became the niche to your prime. A butterfly sheltered by the hood, but I knew that you could surface the surface and dig deeper in the soil where you were planted. Weeds and flowers don't go hand in hand, but they handed you the mantle, then tried to dismantle you. But you took the stance in the garden when it was so unmanageable. So now it's time for you to hatch and lead a cocoon And go and lead your platoon Relaxing and enjoying life With the sun out and shining bright With the plants and the trees, the bugs and the bees And I'm mine 
Therapeutic is the music so the minds can relate See me shine when the shade get thrown at me from that hate It don't really make no difference, it just lets me know how great I can feel about myself, even if nobody else can co-sign Gotta get away from the dog and the gunplay, that's where I was when I wrote mine The seasons change, things are strange, 2020 going great Just cause you heard don't bring the pain, get washed away up in the rain Plant to see humanity, the enemy is vanity Seeing is believing, but vision you see what can it be A scholarship to college, maybe a track and get you Knowledge, your experience compiling while others spit vitriolic. Negative, full of malice, no problem. We seek a challenge. This prairie can soothe the hood attitude and bring balance. Watch me stitch up a story, but sign it as story stitches. My lyrics be on 1000 so viewers can get the picture. Relaxing and enjoying life with the sun out and shining bright. With the plants and the trees, the bugs and the bees, and I'm mine. If it's a rainy night. Relaxing and enjoying life With the sun out and shining bright With the plants and the trees, the birds and the bees And I'm mine, this is a So uh, two questions for you. First, how was that being on the stage at South by Southwest? And uh, secondly, what are your views of how social media is influencing the music industry? Um, well, first, to answer your first question, yeah, South by was super fun. It was great. Um, and it kind of actually bleeds into your next question about how social media uh, is affecting the music industry because what I noticed about South by was it's primarily a networking thing. Mm -hmm. Even though it's highly marketed as like a big music festival, um, being someone from Austin, it's also interesting to have like that experience of it as well. Because before this year, I w never went to South by. I only ever went to un unofficial shows for South by Southwest because it was so heavily monetized. It was it is so expensive to go to attend mm. unless you're an artist. And yeah, so it, it is primarily a networking and marketing thing that reaches people who aren't necessarily in the music industry, but reaches people who will pay the artists to be an advertiser on their page or on their Instagram or have, you know, it, it kind of like, 
it exploded into into that a really long time ago. Like this isn't new, but the social media aspect of it is a, like I guess relatively new. Even that is interesting because like there was like a I think a Twitter tent um, at South by where people mm. could go and like hang out, and it was like sponsored by Twitter. Because that's that's kind of yeah. That's <laughs> they have a TikTok tent. Um, I don't think they did. I mean, I like, they did. At least sure. I didn't see one, but they may have. Make sure <laughs> give an option. Should have a TikTok tent. Make sure. Yeah, it, Charlie, it, it, it'll be on the next Don't worry about it. Very possible that I just missed that. But yeah, it's just so even even there at music festivals like that, the only way that it's put on is by all of these sponsors. So it's kind it's kind of it was weird. It's kind of like a real life version of what we're talking about right now about mm. like going to see artists going to see music going to see like individuals and then being kind of bombarded by marketing and advertising and people saying here have this what like even literally she got sponsored this water bottle is a samsung water bottle hey. that they gave. we live in a dystopian era where everything is sponsored <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you could only get one if you took a picture with it and put it on instagram with their special with their special filter really um, you really did but yeah even even stuff like that so yeah i think it kind of all ties in definitely a hundred percent and 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 when you think about it that's actually some pretty genius marketing on their part um now you're a dancer so do you feel like you have to be efficient at uh, social media. Do you feel like you have to be a good marketer on social media in order to gain awareness as a dancer? Half and half, to basically answer your question. As a dancer on social media, you can blow up anywhere. So say like, okay, you sent Instagram, cool. Instagram got reels. So say you post a reels with, you know what I'm saying, a popular song, you were doing a challenge or something. You could potentially blow up overnight without you even trying completely on accident same thing with tiktok now i think tiktok is more easy to use than uh ig just on the fact that again you can blow up and your stuff can be on the explorer page and you can have like no followers and then boom you know what i'm saying overnight you gain ten thousand followers so now you know what i'm saying now you popping now right right 100 and you know i think i think that's kind of like a a double-edged sword too mm -hmm. because like like a lot of us assume that all we need is that one big song or that one big uh video Thanks. to go viral but it, and especially when we do it on accident more often than not we don't know how to maintain that momentum because yeah. we don't know what it is we did that worked and it's weird about that because like a lot of my uh social media mentors be like consistency you know what I'm saying? Like, Plus stay that. posting every day. Or, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't posting every day, have at least a, you know what I'm saying? Like, a, a content calendar or schedule right. where you posting at least four times a week. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Or you might be posting three times a day just to keep your traction and your traffic to whatever platform you own, such as Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or, you know what I'm saying? Pinterest, whatever. Yeah. It's a certain consistency you got to have with certain platforms. 100%. Just to keep, you know what I'm saying, just to keep that rolling. Right. Now, me personally, I'm trending right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> like one of my videos, like one of my funny videos I did for uh, my company and stuff. I checked it before I got here. It was at 15.6K. Fire. Wow. Fire. Congrats yeah, so I'm like, oh, I'm trending right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, okay. This, this what it feel like to trend. Right, right. And then I look at my other videos, you know what I'm saying? I see 5,000, 200, 189, you know what I'm saying? So I see like, the, it's kind of staggered. So I'm like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like what happened in this video 
that didn't happen to the other video. You know what I'm saying? Was it the timing? Was it the, you know what I'm saying, the popular song I used? Was it the filter I used? Was it like the caption I used, the hashtags? Was it, you know what I'm saying, all these questions you gotta ask yourself when you, you know what I'm saying, when you like looking at your videos and like trying to be consistent. So it's kind of just like something you gotta really, like he uh, said earlier, like research, you know what I'm saying? You gotta really dive in and dissect your content the content you pursuing and then the overall platform on like the you know uh, analytics if i may i think that's why social media is so polarizing at least for artists yeah it's because this algorithm is a double-edged sword for both Man. artists because it takes us from a very small platform to a big platform and people can see what we're doing but also it kind of forces us to change the art that we're practicing i think that maybe you can uh speak from this i i don't again i'm an actor my thing is i don't pursue social media like that like if I, i'll post a skit i've been working on sometimes but i'm i'm on the stage i all i gotta do is go to an audition space put in my audition and i usually get it. i don't have to worry about rehearsal but i feel like this is more for uh, singers, songwriters, dancers, is that you guys have to change what you do on a on a platform so that it reaches those people. Like you said, I think that's what's so dangerous about blowing up overnight is, is that you make this thing and now people assume or are, are looking mm -hmm. for what they saw in that and they're looking for uh, yeah. looking for that in you 24 seven exactly. in reality. That was just something you did and it doesn't speak for the art you're pursuing or who you are. Exactly. So like you can post one song and people could be like, more music like that, more music like that. And that might be not be what you want to pursue for that song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's like just polarizing to me. I, I, oh, I was gonna say, you know, too, that's another reason why I was still stressed like, you know, research and like planning. Yeah. Because, like, literally, your life can change from a three-second video. Mm -hmm. You know? True. And you have to plan, like, you know, for both. Like, okay, if this video doesn't blow up, or if I don't become a millionaire or touch six figures overnight, then I'm going to still consistently post. Mm. But if I do, then I plan to do X, Y, and Z. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I feel like from the start, you have to make content that is genuine to you, that is you. That's what happens is when people are just doing stuff for clout. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You blow up, maybe you get $100,000 and then you never hear from them again or like they don't have that money anymore because one, they weren't genuine. They were just doing it for the money. And two, they probably didn't have a plan. It, and things come, things happen. But yeah. I feel like that, that sometimes is the thing too is maybe because we're chasing the wrong things you know and maybe yeah. we get stuff before we're ready actually ready for it and i, th I think the arts in general are is kind of oversaturated because unlike being a doctor or, or a scientist or a lawyer you don't have to go to school to be an artist you know what i'm saying all you have to do is practice some form of creative expression and bam you can call yourself an artist and that's not a bad thing i'm not saying that people don't deserve to call themselves artists what I'm saying is when, when it's that easy to be an artist, well, you know what, what they say, if, it's, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. Every, every, everybody's Honestly, an artist yeah. now. Now that record labels are becoming less and less uh, needed because of the rise of social media and, and we have more independent power, now even more people feel like they can do it. A yeah. uh, question for both of you to uh, uh, first, E, is music like the main thing in your life right now? And B, for both of you, how big of a role does social media play in your pursuing of music? So music is probably like not the biggest thing in my life because I have a lot of things that I'm pursuing right now. So I would say it's equal to like 
all the business ventures that I'm into and my other career, you know what I'm saying? Just because I'm a creative person, I'm always moving. Um, I'm always looking for an opportunity to generate some type of wealth, you know? Right now, I'm trying to look out for 40-year-old me, you know? (laughs) Um, But social media, I can say, has helped my musical career a lot. Like, shows, shows have helped me. Being at Story Stitches has helped me, you know, especially to help me grow as an individual and as an artist. But social media, I feel like, has helped me. Not even just social media, but like the um, company that I distribute my music through, United Masters. Like, these platforms have helped me to get my music to people that I don't even know listen to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's helped me to get my voice to to people in different countries that I've never even visited, you know what I'm saying? Or to states that I've never been, you know? They've never seen me eye to eye, and they may not have even ever seen a picture of me unless it's like on the cover of the music that they're listening to. So I would say social media definitely has given, well, both social media and streaming platforms have given me that opportunity. And I would say one more thing about social media is that because I feel like as an artist, I creatively can make my character whoever I want it to be. So whoever I want to depict to the people is who I get to be. And I get to define who that person is. You know what I'm saying? And I get to I get to give them this and see what about it her do they like you know what i'm saying and fine tune it in a way that still makes me comfortable i think sometimes that's where we kind of get lost that is just trying to fine tune ourselves to make other people happy but we have to realize that we are never going to ever make everybody happy so it's better to just do what makes us happy and the people that are supposed to listen and follow and you just gotta be yourself and part of that is knowing who you are Right. And part of knowing who you are is figuring out who you are. That's part of the journey. So, I so you, you, I couldn't agree with you more. Well, right now, I have kind of two, two minds about that. Right now, with my band, social media is a really big part of it. Um, and again, this is a band I am part of. It is not a band that I lead. Because, and part of that, part of that reason is because I really hate social media. I am so bad at it. I, <laughs> I'm really bad at it, and I like get sucked in. And like, I don't know. My partner is always like, I can tell when you've been trying to post on Instagram because you have like a really bad day after. And it's just like, I don't know. It, it's just, I don't get it. I'm not in a very good headspace after trying to figure all that out because exactly the kind of stuff you were saying. Like, that's exactly kind of the problem for me that my my personal relationship with it is not great could be uh (laughs) improved and um i mean honestly in the future as a solo artist as a sound artist as you know my own artist artistic person um hopefully i will be able to pay someone to be my social media manager that is and that's a huge like opportunity right there like every there's like social media managers are everywhere mm-hmm. and every company needs one because right. it's hard it is hard it's like a full time it literally is a full time job and you need someone who like doesn't hate doing it <laughs> yeah 100%. Uh, what about you can I say one more thing before yeah, we wrap up ahead, please so i think too as artists we have to like keep in mind that art is emotional 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you say I'm doing emotionless, emotionless art, like it's still an emotion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people have emotions. That's true. They have a lot of emotions. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? And we have to remember that when we put, when we share this part of us, somebody's gonna have an emotion towards it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think some people probably are scared to put out stuff because they're scared of the reaction they're going to get mm-hmm. from somebody's emotions, you know, reacting from the emotion that the art gave them. Yeah, the backlash. Um, you know, and it being either taken wrong, you know what I'm saying? But I think that's just something as artists that we just have to bear and that we have to continually, continuously remember and remind ourselves like because it's coming from us you know what i'm saying and we're emotional beings no matter how how much control you have over your emotions like your art is gonna make somebody feel some type of way whether it's good or bad like that's just you can bet money on that you know what i'm saying so i just think i just want like people listening to just remember that like no matter what it is somebody's gonna have an have an emotion to it because it's it's art, you know what I'm saying? I think too, as artists, we have to be willing to bear whatever consequences or reactions come with that. Like, if you love what you, if you love what you're about to put out, no matter if somebody say they hate it, like you still gotta love it. You gotta remember why you love it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't because they told you that they loved it. It's because you, you know that these are your emotions and they're genuine and that you know what I'm saying? This is what you want to put out. So yeah. that's just all I got to say about that part. Do, do you have any experiences where you uh, kind of stepped into like an alter ego of sorts uh, on stage and that people maybe expected that of you when you uh, got off stage? Yeah, I think I think so. Um, so I'm I as a person am like I'm kind of outgoing, but I also have like crippling social anxiety. Like Shame. I I like cannot I do not enjoy being in large crowds of people, which is hilarious for someone who is on stage right. performing yeah. Yeah. in front of large crowds. Exactly. Which I am actually I you know I grew up I grew up actually as an actor. I was a theater major in college. Like I'm I'm very comfortable on stage. So that is not a problem. Mm-hmm. I I like kind of I know how to do that, but when when I come off stage, like I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really want you to leave me alone. Exactly. I like I just it's just too many people. It's too much stimulation. I just need to kind of be alone. And so after after shows, people expect you to like come off the stage and be like, hey everybody, let's go party. And like, but that's not that's not yeah, me. No. And mm-hmm. also none of none of us in our band are like that at all. We like are we're really intense and fun super crazy music and then after the show people will be like oh you want to go party and we're like uh no we gotta go to bed (laughs) it's bedtime sorry Um, so yeah yeah, i've had quite a few examples of that where i'm just like "Mm, i'm sorry no that's not not quite me also Mm. the whole what you were saying earlier about like people treating femmes differently is very true like my facebook is like full of hundreds of friend requests of people i I don't even look at my friend requests anymore i'm like i don't know you please go away (laughs) (laughs) please go away yeah it's really refreshing to hear another artist talk about how like like the whole aspect of like going to parties after a gig like how do y'all even have energy for that like i'm no tired way. I don't. no way i'm oh. tired i just spent everything i had and yes uh in my most recent uh one of my most recent gigs i did finally i, I met the the other me and it was it was really really cool and i was looking back at the video and i'm like yo who is that dude and a lot of people um 
after I got off stage, kind of expected that same type of energy. I'm like, sorry, I can't yeah. give that to Chilling. you. Everybody under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. This has been a beautiful conversation. Uh, if you're in between the ages of 16 and 24 and wondering how you can become a part of our Stitchcast Studio family or just how you can become a part of our organization in general, uh, you can go to our website, storystitches.org, where we do have applications. Uh, you can also find what we're doing next there. You can find new music, new events. Just about everything going on, Story Stitches is at that website. So we encourage you to visit that website. We also encourage you to follow us on Instagram at Story Stitches as well as on Twitter at Story Stitches. Uh, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found this insightful, that you found it uh, entertaining, and that you just enjoyed yourself as you were listening. I'm your host, Brandon Lewis, and we out. Thank you for listening. We want to give a very special shout out to the Stitchcast Studio sponsors. Story Stitches is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Lewis Prize for Music's 2021 Accelerator Award. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitches Youth Programs was provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021, Lust Corporations, the Charity Pot, and March for Our Lives Aid and Allowance. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches.